Hello everyone. Um, so I would give an explanation as to why this episode is so late, but I fear that I'm gonna sound like Derek. Like, sorry, Keyshawn, it it won't happen again. And it might happen again because I have this podcast and I do it because of my love of the show and also so that I could be cast on the show to have sex with diamonds or main um, because this show, <laughs> obviously that's a joke because this podcast has, you know, made me $0. So that is always going to be my excuse. Um, if an episode is tardy for the party, um, because I make no money on this. Um, anyways, but yeah, I just, I don't ever want to just throw an episode together. I've eased up off of the researching, but I still was reading some comments, which was a huge, huge, huge mistake because I read a comment. Um, I'm not going to pass along what the comment said, but the comment effed me up for like a good two days <laughs> like but I will say this if P Valley does not have any more seasons um as far as I know this podcast will be called the P Valley podcast because I can't remember how long I paid for the URL uh, how long I registered the domain for the website link um, pvalleypodcast.com. I have no idea. It could be as early as October or it could be one to three years from now, um, or more. I have no idea how long I registered the link for, how long I paid for it for. And of course, clearly I'm not pressed to go look that up. Um, but basically with the P Valley podcast, it's for P-Valley, obviously, but when P-Valley is not airing new episodes, I like to talk about trending topics um, like the Will Smith of it all and things like that. So the podcast is definitely going to exist. And as far as changing the name of the podcast, um, at some point, as I said, I don't have any plans for that in the foreseeable future, um, but... We will see as far as like, I already know at least one show that I want to cover. And, um, you know, I think that I will start to have a little bit more time to work on the podcast more. But as I said, because it doesn't make me any money, even though there is a um, link in every episode that you could click on and make a donation, wink, wink, cough, cough. Um, but because it doesn't make me any money, you have to understand I can't be sitting here and pumping dozens of hours a week and a week into it like I used to, because that's what I initially did. And again, zero return. However, thank you to all of my new subscribers. Uh, every single day I have more subscribers. Every single day these episodes are starting to average more and more listens. Um, so I really appreciate it because... Um, you know, it's just, it's just been a labor of love. 
Anyways, so I will be more than likely taking a hiatus after um, the season finale. And I will be def I will be doing an episode about the surgery that I'm having done as far as I know in September. I was initially supposed to have it done in August, but I had to get my medication for the to prep for the surgery um mailed from Israel. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. So because of that, um I had to push it back to September. That was one of the reasons. I had other reasons. So now I will <clears throat> see if it'll have to be pushed back to October. I don't think so, but there's a possibility. So um as far as I know, I will be taking a hiatus after episode 10. And then I will be telling you guys about the surgery. I'm calling it a surgery, as you know, to be dramatic. It's like a procedure. I'll be letting you guys know about it and telling you absolutely everything I learned because I cannot believe how much I've learned through trying to do this myself. So the research that I conducted prior, like people are leaving out basically 85% of the useful information that is helpful so I will not do that I will give you guys everything you need to know um, in case you or someone you know wants wants the same thing so and one of the reasons why I also this episode is late is because it's like I've, I've always said it I'm a solo host I gotta bring a certain level of energy to the episode the episodes and and i could get in my head sometimes you it's having a podcast you cannot get in your head and you have to just um believe in yourself and believe that you're you know it, that basically people want to hear what you have to say and how you say it and you can't overthink it and i just really um, kind of was in my head a little bit, which is just interesting because it's like if the podcast ever reached where, um, ideally I would like for it to reach, I, it's, I'm not doing myself any favors and getting in my head, which is just, it's odd because it's like, if I do stand up, like I know it might not always be received well. I might bomb, but at least I know what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it and how I'm going to move my body. And with a podcast, um, you know, I don't know those things at all. I just have my notes. Y'all are already asleep. I know. So I'm like, I'm proving myself right. I'm like, hmm, I hope I put together an okay episode and then reality is like, no, bitch, you're talking way too much. Um, so now let's get into episode eight. Um, it begins with Mercedes shoulder hurting her and she's crying. Of course, Uncle Clifford has to say ain't no crying at, at the peg and tells that Sadie's that it's all in her head, just like what I was talking about. And then Mercedes tells Uncle Clifford that this little pink problem ain't in your head. It's in your hands. And if I'm going to try, you got to too. So I just love the bond that Mercedes and Uncle Clifford have. They're like trying to cheerlead for each other. 
Um, so then we see that Uncle Clifford, I love, it's like with this show, we always get to see that Uncle Clifford could do it all. If you remember in season one, Uncle Clifford is like fluent in Korean, um, or whatever language that they were speaking in the nail salon. And now we see that Uncle Clifford knows how to cut hair. So Uncle Clifford is sitting here, not having money, spending all her money on, you know, her looks. And it's like, she should have some side hustles. She cuts hair very well. She cut the word Murda in the back of um, little Murda's hair. And then she told little Murda, just because you gave a bitch some olive branch booty, don't mean a bitch past nothing. Okay, I gotta steal that line. I loved it. I love, it's like, it's funny, it's simple. You know what it means as soon as you hear it. Uncle Clifford always stays delivering such great lines. And um, it was very, very funny. I loved it. So then these two, Uncle Clifford and, and Lil Murda, they're like, where you been? No, where you been? Well, where you been? Well, why you tell me, ain't telling me about where you been if you ain't been? No, where you been? And I'm just like, y'all already went raw. This is a conversation you should have had prior. And it's just kind of funny. Maybe like, um, maybe Lil Murda just feels especially vulnerable because maybe Lil Murda, Lil Murda obviously is always, um, using a condom, they both care about protecting themselves, and maybe Lil Murda really, really was just in the moment, did not want none of that, and now it's kind of like he's thinking, Lil Murda's thinking about it, and he's like, mm -mm, now I need to know where you've been, and I don't know, what worries me about this conversation is I feel like maybe Uncle Clifford gave something to Lil Murda. Like, I'm hoping that the reason why we had that scene is just because P-Valley writers are trying to remind viewers of how important it is to use protection. But I hope it's not like foreshadowing some precursor to Lil Murda get something. I know I'm doing the most in me saying that, but... I'm like, why y'all have such an emphasis on where y'all been? Like, I really hope, I hope everything is safe and clean. So then um, Mercedes and Maine, they reunite. And I forgot how sexy Maine was. I'm sorry. I think Maine got sexier in season two. I think in lockdown, maybe Maine was, was working out more. I don't know what it is. I like, yes, Maine is, is fine as hell, of course, but why did he look so fucking good all of a sudden? <laughs> like, like Maine is making me feel like I need to push Diamond aside for Maine to jump on Maine because Maine, like this man is effortlessly sexy, effortlessly. Like it doesn't matter what he's wearing, what he's doing. The face is giving, the body is giving what it needs to give, the voice. And he has like pretty eyes, you know, he's so dark, but then his eyes are like, I don't, Maine, come give it to me, please. Okay, so then they reunite Mercedes and Maine and Mercedes was promising to jump on Maine. Um, you know, he got out early because of the Rona, you saw the show. 
So I'm just like, okay, they're they're finna smash this week. I'm ready. This is the sex scene that I really want to see. <laughs> because I don't know, like a main, I think a main sex scene, like I couldn't handle it, honestly. Like I want to see it, but at the same time, I couldn't handle it. Uh, like I really, it would be, it would be a lot because he's just, he's your fantasy. Like as far as his, his size, it's your fantasy, his gaze, the way he looks at you, his smile, everything like it's too much. So I'm ready. Like I'm ready, but I'm not ready. You know what I mean? I want it, but I think I'm just going to like be rewinding. So just make sure it's long when it happens. (laughs) Make sure that y'all writers write a very long sex scene. Like I'm talking about like each article of clothing is, is slowly pulled off graphic as hell. Just make it long. That's what we deserve. Um, so he, he, uh, main invites Mercedes to a block party and he's just like, I like it when you move your things around. Ah! I mean, okay. I was ready. I was so ready. I was so excited. I was like, okay, it's going down. The panties is coming off. So then um, Keyshawn meets up with Haley at the diner in Chekalisa and she gives Haley some birth certificates and Haley says that she'll give her three passports. Um, Full stop. Like, I don't even want to continue my notes. (laughs) Like, I feel like full fucking stop. Okay. Keyshawn is a motherfucking celebrity, okay? She is a Z-list celebrity. She has like half a million people watching her strip. She sells MFing lashes. She goes on tour. How is this bitch supposed to just go somewhere and be somewhere else? Haley, Guess what, Haley? Nobody knew you. It was easy for you to be Haley Colton and then all of a sudden you Lakeisha Savage and Autumn Night and shit. That was easy for you. You weren't on Instagram stripping. So I don't understand how this is supposed to be executed properly. And I I thought Haley was smart. I don't think the bitch is smart. I don't. I don't, I do not like this storyline at all. Um, And I'll get back to it. So let me get back to my notes before I continue with my rant. So then Haley tells Keyshawn that um, she'll headline at the pink. She'll give her all the money from the door. Um, She tells Keyshawn that she can't tell her where she's going. She can't tell nobody where she's going. Um, Let's see. And she's a counter and check Lisa's um and then okay so i'm i'm done with with Haley and Keyshawn in my notes so why is it that this is Haley's idea i like i can't stand nothing about it everything about it is bothering me and on top of it if you really going to give this bitch um Haley if you're really going to give Keyshawn the money from the door why don't you have her stripping for um like a month to really get her um, enough money to have a new start. Like, why is it that the bitch is supposed to strip once and then leave the country, possibly? It's just, it's so whack to me. I hate it. (laughs) Um, But the problem that I'm also having with this is 
Why do you, why does Keyshawn have to throw away everything she built, right? And flee and build a new life as basically like living like she's in the witness protection program and Derek just gets to roam free. Take Derek the fuck out. Like Haley, you're the one who gave Keyshawn a gun to finish off Derek. Now you want her to leave. Just Derek needs to be killed, period. And so um, one person who reviewed P-Valley, he said this in his review, and I can't even really remember how he said what he said, but I agree with it. He said that Derek is going to kill Keyshawn. Now, the reason why I agree with this, with what he said as a possibility, I'm not really... I, Clearly, I'm not trying to be all up in the spoilers for obvious reasons. <laughs> my predictions are wrong. My spoilers, they're, you know, they were okay. But I'm not really trying to go down that route. And I already told y'all that's not what I'm trying to do for the rest of the season. But this guy, he was saying that um, Derek is going to kill Keyshawn. Now, the reason why I think Derek is going to kill Keyshawn is because Keyshawn is making it known to him that she's over him which is very dangerous. So Keyshawn is basically letting Derek know she doesn't want to be with him anymore through her body language, through how he she talks to him and all that. Now she about to start stripping, which is going to make him feel threatened. And I could see him, you know, she was like, just give me the birth certificates before Derek will find out, blah, blah, blah. I could see Derek figuring it, it out. And I do, I could see that happening as a possibility. I 100% could. And uh, I guess we have to see. But I want Keyshawn to stay at the pink, stay with her, you know, keep her fan base, keep her lifestyle that really could be lucrative with a new manager. Um, and not to flee, just have Derek be killed. Jesus, like, what the fuck? Okay, so um, then as we see... Um, Haley sees that a political ad for Andre, like Andre is dumb. So like Andre, like, this is why I call him Andre. And I don't, I do not call, give him the last name that I used to give him. Andre, um, there's this thing called Google, bitch. There's this thing called the internet. There's this thing called birth records and death record, death records. You really think that you could just get, um, or that you could give a speech saying that your daddy that your dad died at seven years old, I think was the age he gave. You really think you could do that? You really think that nobody can fact check that? Like, he's a dumbass. So, like, I don't feel bad for him him at all. Um, so, but it was funny how people were reacting to the ad. That was really, really funny. And Autumn was just there. It was hilarious. I know a nigga nigga when I see one. Um, super funny. It's like, meanwhile, we got Patrice's ad coming right after. And so, um, Patrice lets everybody know I done told everyone that I was a hoe. I sucked a lot of dicks in my day because the people in the city d didn't leave me an option. I hoed so you could fly, Chuckalisa. And I would vote for her because she's like, she, <laughs> she knows how to spin. Patrice is savvy as hell like Patrice it's like when you think about how savvy this bitch is like she must have really been making a lot of money as a fucking whore 
because she is very, very clever. Um, and I love her. Like, she's Patrice is one of my favorite characters. Um, so then Derek surprises Keyshawn with some Louis Vuittons. And um, thankfully, the writers explained that the writers on the Twitter said that it was Keyshawn's money because <laughs> some people were very worked up about how he could pay for these Louis Vuittons. And it was just really funny. I always assumed it was Keyshawn's money, but some people literally went on like five to ten minute rants about how the hell could he afford this shit um, in their reviews. So um, when the shoes don't fit, of course, Derek starts punching himself in the head. I don't mind that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things. If you want to hurt yourself, you can go ahead and use a gun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you don't got to beat yourself in the head. Um, he offers to buy Keyshawn a car, which is funny. I'm looking at my notes and I put that, um, Derek offers to buy Keyshawn a car. Hilarious. If he bought the Louis Vuittons with, um, her money, how the fuck is he paying for the car? Like, <laughs> Derek, I don't know, Derek. Anyways, I'm not gonna, fascinating, right? Derek is a fascinating character. Because there's a lot of men like that. They gonna t they're going to use your money to buy you shit instead of making their own money and using their own money. So um, Derek agrees to let Keyshawn dance at the pink again because he's trying to save their relationship. Then Autumn walks into the hair salon where Miss Bastin is with Coke cans in her head. And she is told that Shanene's beauty shop is down the street. Everybody was saying that they would have, like, some people were saying how they would have, um, they would have had a fight. They would have been fighting this woman over this. And I just, I find that really ignorant to say. Simply because in the South, you are born and raised in, um, in a racist environment. So you are used to being told shit like that. That is a part of your fucking life. You know what I'm saying? And like, you're really going to be throwing hands every time somebody, some white person says something to you like that. And you really think a hairdresser is worth getting charges for when she just said Shanae's is down the street. It wasn't that serious, but you know, I would have, I would have said something rude back to her, but you know, Haley is trying to conduct business. So she's not going to sit there and throw hands and give her attitude. She's trying to get $10 million. It's just not the time or place. It's not the Oscars and Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a time and place to be ghetto. And when you're trying to broker a $10 million deal, that is not the time. So I just don't really understand how everybody's like, oh my, I would have been fighting. We would have been fighting and she's lucky. It's like, shut up. Like this is why y'all don't know how to do goddamn business. Like anyways, that's why you got to be like Will, Will Smith. Who, like, I, honestly, I'm disgusted. It's, it's obvious I'm disgusted. <laughs> and part of me thought about doing a video on his apology. Like, just, I can't. I can't. Just, anyways. Again, there's a time and motherfucking place for you to act ghetto. And, like, you had a backyard barbecue. So, um, let's see here. Miss Bastin tells, and I think it's Bastin. Tells Haley that getting five million is like reparations. That was racist as hell. And that is humorous as hell because 
she needs her building so that's not how reparations work and miss bastard knows that but she was tr just trying to be a racist asshole by saying that so then Haley plays hardball and tells her that she'll see her at the polls and i respect Haley so much for this because miss bastard knows most black people would take five million dollars instantly i know i would <laughs> i would i would be holding out for 10 i'm gonna take my five and so i love Haley for this i think the way that Haley is business-minded and manages money it's really good for viewers to see this you don't gotta just take whatever you are given as an offer just don't do that shit so then woody is depending on murda to make it out the hood so they can both be successful and Woody tells Murda that Rome showed Keyshawn a tape of Murda and Murda explains that when he was 15 he had to do what he had to do for to pay for food so he was basically basically a sex worker and you know gay for pay I assume um actually you know what I take that back I don't know what Murda was doing if he was with men or women um, at 15, but he was basically selling his body so that he could get some money and how heartbreaking, doesn't it? It makes us want murder to really get about this bitch. Like he did in that song. Cause damn. Um, I also really appreciated that. Um, I learned through the tweets that I read this week that the reason why murder, like murder's hair is dark instead of the blonde that he was rocking all this time and the green stripe it's it's dark because he's mourning he's hurting because of big teak and i like murder looks good in any hair color but i get it because we as women especially what's the first thing we do when we go through a breakup <laughs> you get on the phone and call the hairdresser put in a weave style me up do something different with my goddamn hair <laughs> like that's one of the first things a bitch does when she's hurting is she changes her fucking hair. So I love that Murda is is doing that too. So then um, Mercedes, she was dancing obviously for Coach. Not only was Mercedes dancing for Coach just fine, but she improved as a dancer. As far as like she went from being like um, very forceful to being graceful, a lot more graceful, which is like the way that Mississippi dances the bitch can dance, right? But all of a sudden, when she's at the pink, Mercedes is at the pink, she can't get up off the pole without falling down. And I love this scene so much. Like, I watched it again. <laughs> when I watched the episode again to take notes, because that's how I, that's how I got to do it. I got to watch it first as a fan and then later take notes, not be distracted. By trying to take notes. But when I watched it, like, I laughed, like, I really laughed the second time. And I can't really remember if I laughed the first time. I probably did, too. Because I love when Mercedes drops in that scene. She drops to the floor, and then she looks back. And she, like, she, like, looks back at, like, Uncle Clifford or whatever. And she just, she seems exhausted. And, like, and she has a look on her face. Like, she don't know why the fuck she's falling. And she, it's just hysterical it's just so embarrassing and it's funny right it's funny because when you see people doing that shit it's I don't know I loved it so um I gotta say that Haley really is a fucking bitch for making Mercedes perform in front of everyone like that 
when she knew that she had Keyshawn, Keyshawn that she was about to pull out anyways. She knew she was going to say Keyshawn is about to be the headliner, but she's like, um, do your dance. <laughs> like, Haley is a fucking bitch. Um, so then Diamond looks like he lost his mind when Keyshawn walks in looking all cute, heavy makeup, big ass hair. Um, so Uncle Clifford sees his mother in the back seat through like a hallucination and she says to Clifford, who I gotta beat up now, baby? Just reminding us that she's always had Clifford's back. Um, Big Teague has a beautiful send off and it was just nice. I haven't ever seen a funeral like that where they're all laying down their necklaces I really appreciate the details in the show. They're, they're all wearing shirts with him. Big Teak's face on it. Um, obviously, Lil Murda, J. Alfonso, his acting. Like, I I really hope that, that this show will open many more doors for him. I've seen him in um, one movie before or after season one of P-Valley that he had done. But I really hope he gets a lot more projects killed it so little Murda of course finds out that I'm gonna steal this from somebody else somebody else was calling Pico Pico de Gallo and I'm okay with that so um little Murda finds out that Pico de Gallo is online saying that he's the one who shot and killed Big Teak and um you know that was enough that was enough for little Murda because now it's just like little Murda is looking at taking out Pico de Gallo, like, just as a way to honor his friend. So it's like he just crossed a line. And Pico, honestly, Pico is stupid. So you can't feel too bad for Pico de Gallo because he's dumb. Because you got a six-year-old and you got a pregnant bitch. And you are online saying that you killed somebody? Like, okay, you're dumb. So you just, you need to be taken out just because of how stupid you are. Um, so when Mercedes is on the pole, uh, Whisper says, this is like watching my grandma try to set up Wi-Fi. <laughs> and oh my God, you know, chef's kiss on that line. The amount of times I have to help older people do things that I already showed them how to do 40 times. I really love that line. So then. Michelle is furious that Mercedes took Terica to get an abortion. And then Terica leaves with her drunk stepmom to drive her home at 14 years old. Um, okay. Mercedes just had your back. Mercedes just put you in a position where you had a choice to have the rest of your life to um accomplish what you want to accomplish without also raising a child and you go ahead and basically in a way choose your stepmom who straight up said she would have made sure your your ass had the baby um you know the less scenes with Terika, the better for me <laughs> like the less scenes with this girl like i just i didn't mind Terika when she was in her dance group dancing and like that's where i need <clears throat> I need Terika to just be dancing when she's on the screen, just shaking her ass. And that's it because, um, I understand it's complicated, but it just felt like a betrayal and it just felt like Mercedes stays losing. Like she just can't win. Like her daughter 
like can't choose her in the face of a woman who keeps telling her that she's inadequate you know michelle keeps telling mercedes that she's inadequate and she can't do nothing right and then terica's like yep i'm gonna go with her so then um uncle clifford visits corbin and i thought that uncle clifford was wearing her worst outfit that i've ever seen her in here um the hair wasn't bad i do not like uncle clifford in the light blue um wig that she was wearing when mercedes was doing her dance anyway so uncle like it just it doesn't work with uncle clifford um so uncle clifford tells corbin that he could pay patrice to quit the race and uncle clifford puts her hand on corbin's shoulder and Corbin seems really affected by it. What does this mean? Okay, so some people were saying that they're brothers. I'm glad the P-Valley writers said they ain't brothers. They said that in a tweet. I never thought they were brothers, but P-Valley fans, because P-Valley has so many nuggets and clues and pieces things together so uniquely, fans are always finding a way to create their own bullshit. So they're not related, but Corbin was affected by the hand on the shoulder, which makes me want to sound like a very basic bitch and say that Corbin and Uncle Clifford used to sleep together. Okay. Like, I mean, we need to stop acting, as I've said before, like people catch homosexual homosexuality and they catch the gay. We need to stop acting like that. Um, so, of course, I'm I'm just full of shit when I say that. But I don't know why Corbin was so affected by um, by Uncle Clifford putting her hand on his shoulder. I don't know if he's lonely. I don't know if he wants to fuck um, Uncle Clifford. I don't know if he's remembering funky, fucking Uncle Clifford. I don't know what it is. But Corbin was really like looks down at the hand and just seems like moved by it. And Corbin, I already told you, you need to fuck Autumn. And then you don't got to worry about all this, like, loneliness and longing. So, um, anyways, let's see. So now we got to talk about Whisper, Roulette, and Parents. Um, let's see here. I will, I'm looking at my notes. I'll just go through the whole thing because... Okay, scratch that. Basically, I'm going to stay in order of the fucking show. So, Whisper is, you know, Roulette talked her into this. She says she don't feel good about it. She, you know, she has a sense that it's not going to go good. It's not going to be right. Um, Roulette tells her it's fine. Shoves some drugs up her nose. And so she could calm down. Terrence shows up. Roulette. Um, when Roulette said, I don't know you, like, <laughs> Roulette, it's so funny, because Terrence is like, I'm fine, you don't gotta be here, and, um, anyway, so Roulette, like, I didn't know Roulette was gonna stay in the bathroom, I thought she was just gonna sit there and watch, because <laughs> that's what I would have done, I'd have been like, I'm right here for the show, um, so what I gotta say about all of this is, I feel that a like I already from when I mentioned it the first time I already knew it was going to be a problem any man who's going to pay me two thousand dollars to go down on me um something is wrong with him and I don't want to find out 
okay? And we find out. We find out exactly what the fuck is wrong with Terrence. He don't know what he's doing, which I, I already knew. Why are you trying to pay a bitch $2,000? Secondly, if a man is going to do that, he would be naked. I think if a man is paying to eat someone out, he's going to be butt naked and stroking that cock. Why? Because he's hoping to put it inside the woman that he's eating out. I do think the master plan was, um, I thought he thought, okay, I'm going to eat you out. You're going to love it. And then I'm going to just go ahead and put my dick in. And so I just don't feel that he would be fully clothed. I feel that he would have been butt naked. I feel that he would have wanted her butt naked. Maybe I'm just a whore. Maybe I'm just like, I don't know. I think that maybe I'm just nasty. I don't know. Maybe something's wrong with me. But I just feel that there would have been more clothes off during this whole like eating out. The bitch was wearing her dress. Okay, moving right along. So, um, Lil Murda is smoking a cigarette, throws it in the grass. He's wearing the colors of Pico de Gallo's gang so that he blends in. He has a hoodie on covering up his black hair and the murder in the back, but he threw a cigarette which has DNA on it. Um, so then, you know, I love, I love P Valley for humanizing Pico. Pico has always been a problem throughout this show, always. Pico was saying um, Lil Murda is gay in season one, hinting at it, and then Lil Murda fought him. He's there, you know, telling a bitch, you not his type. P Big Teak fought him. Then he's claiming he killed Big Teak. He's always been provoking Lil Murda, upsetting Lil Murda, being a piece of shit to Lil Murda. So um, I love that he was humanized because we hear him, we hear this little kid's voice, his six-year-old's voice, on the phone, I love that we get to see this this man has a child, a young child, a child on the way, obviously has a boo, has family. None of that mattered to little Murda, and they had history for however many years. None of that mattered to little Murda, and I love that. I love that he was so cold-hearted. Did I love that little Murda killed him? No, of course not, because I just in my last episode I said little Murda is the perfect man. So keep listening to this goddamn podcast because whatever the fuck I say, apparently <laughs> the next episode or a few episodes later, I end up looking like a dumbass. Um, but I didn't like that he killed Pico, but I'm not, like I said, Pico's dumb and he has just been provoking Lil Murda. Like he don't really need to be here, but Lil Murda tossing the cigarette, um, and we, like, they already know that there's a rivalry between Pico and Lil Murda, um, or the, the rival gangs, whatever. Like, I think it's going to catch up to Lil Murda. So my prediction is, personally, even Lil Murda, Lil Murda is definitely a star of P-Valley. I wouldn't be surprised if he is killed or goes to jail. Um... So then Lil Murda tells Pico that he'll tell his son Tyson that his daddy loved him and murks him. And, you know, the gun he chose, it was gangsta. I appreciate it. I love, like, you see Pico's eyes get big before he's like, boo, 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 boo. 
Sorry, that was really weak <laughs> bullet spray, but um, I don't know. It's so I love the I love the big ass gun. It just made it that much more dramatic. And we learn why Little Murda has his name. I think Little Murda is absolute sweetheart, but don't cross him. So then uh, Mercedes tells Maine not to chase after Pico's killer. Hello, you got an ankle bracelet on. Um, then Maine puts his hand between her thighs. And Mercedes is a liar because she said she was going to fuck Maine. And she turns him down. Why? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Maine coming out of jail, girl. Do you know what he would do? Um... So then Uncle Clifford, like, he's ready. He's been feeding. So Uncle Clifford is seen crying at her mom's graveside, pours out some alcohol, and um, begs for Ernestine, Grandma Ernestine, to make it. We are always begging in our time of need, you know? And we are always lying about every single thing that we we are promising to do. So then um, Corbin gives Patrice, like, it looks like 10 stacks. Um to quit the race we all know that patrice loves money so i think we we have our solution right there i think it might be um andre and um andre and the kyle brother um also autumn or sorry Haley meets with andre to gas him up encourage him to stay and you know whatever she says she doesn't know her parents and like it's kind of it's kind of cool that we're learning more about Haley through Andre because she trusts Andre and she obviously is um open to telling him more about herself and I like that because we don't know shit about about Haley but she really trusts um Andre and so then roulette we already know what goes down roulette puts a gun to Terrence's head and then she uh makes him get on his knees or she gets whispered to pull his clothes off. Um, people said he has a nice ass. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I do appreciate a big a big butt on a guy, trust me. So I'll say it was okay. I'm glad that shit wasn't flat. Because the, the camera was right on them cheeks. I'm glad that was not a flat ass. It was not a sorry ass. So then um, he gets on his knees. Um, Roulette puts the gun in his mouth. And, and gives us everything I ain't ever seen before. Makes him suck the dick. Make, sorry, the dick, sorry. Makes him suck the gun. Makes him moan with the gun. Tells him who got the dick sucking lips now. Like, she is petty. She is vengeful. She is insane. Um, and so then, that wasn't enough. It was clearly enough. The man, like... Yeah, he was 200, sorry, I forgot that. He was $200 short on the $2,000 and I don't blame him, maybe he broke. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he broke. I'm not saying he was right, but something's wrong. Something's, like you're not thriving in life if you about to pay $2,000 to eat pussy. So it's not worth that. So he's short and um, Roulette is there making him suck the, the, the gun, humiliating him emasculating him and um let's see and then she steals his car and takes 
his car to Terrence and Terrence is, or sorry, Terrence <laughs> takes his car to, to Duffy's chop shop and she tells, um, you know, basically to bust it down. It's like, this is not your car, bitch. What are you doing? The man knows where you work. And um, anyways, so then we see that there's a bullet inside the gun that Roulette kept pulling the trigger on. So, yeah, her name is Roulette. And what I fucking love about this show is we got a bitch on the show named Roulette. The whole time, the writers knew that Roulette was going to play Russian Roulette with a gun. And that's why they named her Roulette. Mad respect. None of us saw that shit coming. It's it's fucking brilliant. It's genius. Um, Y'all really, you stay doing the most, you writers. You really do. I love it. So I'm going to go ahead and read what somebody tweeted. And I told her I was going to read her tweets on the podcast. So I'm going to pull that shit up. And I'm going to be ghetto as hell right now because I'm not going to pause this while I look for her tweet. Or maybe I will. Um, but basically, this girl was tweeting about um, what Roulette did. And I just thought that she... I thought that she... Um, worded it perfectly and so okay found it found it found it okay so her name is so funny her twitter handle name that's just funny i'm just looking so her this girl her twitter name is useless biracial (laughs) and her actually at her username is marshall marshaline q so M A R S H A L I N E Q, capital Q. So she says her first tweet, quote, as much as I want to give Roulette her flowers for helping Whisper, I want to remind you that if Roulette hadn't involved Whisper with Terrence, they wouldn't have been in that situation. Now they're in more danger. Y'all humiliated a man that had no problem being violent with a woman just because she hurt his ego. Y'all insulted his manhood, humiliated him, and robbed his ass. And you think there's no consequences? Roulette's fatal flaw is she only thinks about herself and the short term without looking at the bigger picture. Who knows how many people she got killed because of her actions, Whisper almost being one of them. This is either going to get Whisper killed, Roulette herself, or even Duffy. Somebody is going to die because of Roulette. We ain't seen the last of Terrence. I promise you that. End quote. So those are her tweets. Shout out to Useless Biracial. So I wanted to read them because I, as a woman, and as a woman who, well, I'm going to take myself out of that. I'm going to draw, scale back. As a woman, of course, I loved watching Roulette um, have revenge on a man who was physically attacking a woman, but she didn't have to do everything that she did. And if she did, 
sit there and make him suck a gun. Why did you take his car? Hello? That's worth a lot of money. He needs that, bitch. Roulette is dumb. Like, Roulette, honestly, she really is um, entertaining as hell. She's one of the MVPs. I know you're supposed to have one MVP, but she's one of the MVPs of P-Valley season two, but she is dumb. She is a mess. And I'm afraid of how Terrence is going to re retaliate. I do think he's going to retaliate. He needs his car. All right. So um, then we see that Lil Murda gets in the booth. He, with um and we see that he got he has specks of blood on his hands he finna go hard on that mic he's going to kill it we are ready what you bringing little murder we are hoping that you will not claim pico de gallo's body <laughs> don't claim it okay don't hint at it um but who knows? When you are feeling very emotional, you are not thinking straight. So I guess we have to see. Um, thank you guys again. Just want to remind you, as several podcasts do, please give me five stars on the Apple Podcast. It really, really helps. The P Valley Podcast is going absolutely nowhere. I will pro probably be doing a hiatus after the season wraps. I am praying for more seasons of P Valley. And, um, regardless, I will be covering other shows. I will be covering trending topics. As I said, the P-Valley podcast is here to say whether with new episodes, all y'all subscribers know whether, um, there are new P-Valley episodes or not. There will be new P-Valley podcast episodes about various shows and topics. Love you guys so, so much. Um, also like a lot of people I know have been getting COVID recently. So just, I do not mask. I stopped masking a long time ago, but everybody's getting COVID. And I'm just, I'm thinking that I, I should start masking since I don't want anything to jeopardize my surgery. Um, so anyways, take care of yourselves. Love you always. Thank you for the consistency and the loyalty. Thank you for those who respond when I tweet with them and um, interact with me. I appreciate you, each and every one of you guys, so, so much. And I cannot wait to see what happens in these last two episodes um, because I'm just curious. It's like, is Farrah's bitch ass coming back or is she just done, done? Um, it's going to be interesting. This show is... P-Valley, they really master making every episode keep building and building and better and better and making us want to see what happens even more. Like we already thought we wanted to see what happened with one thing, but then P-Valley comes, brings all these new storylines, all these plot twists into it, then we want to see what's going to happen with that. And I love it. Keeps keeps us on the edge of our seats. And I hope that Mercedes gets her shit together and she actually crushes it on the fucking pole that's what i would love to see um if the ne in the next episode or in episode 10 anyways i will see you soon i'll see you next week and then the week after to recap episodes 9 and episode 10 bye